Welcome to another episode of the Coaching Business Podcast with Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz. As a coach, consultant, expert, or agency, it is your responsibility to make sure your business grows and thrives constantly. Especially in times like these, it's becoming more and more important to listen to mentors who not only provide you with the right know-how, but who also make sure you can execute the right steps to increase your revenue and scale. Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz have shown hundreds of clients how to build and scale successful six and seven seven-figure online coaching, consulting, or agency businesses. And in this very podcast, you will learn their secrets to higher profits, happier clients, and achieving more freedom. Welcome back. Max Torno here with Nikita Gunkovic. And Max Torno. And Nikita Gunkovic. <laughs> and actually, we also have Primoz here, our, our audio guy. Say something, Primoz. Say something to the, into the thing. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Primoz, what is this, what is this, ta- what is this episode going to be about? Uh, he doesn't know because it's not his job. It's how to market your B2B offer. That's what we want to talk about. If you are a service provider, an agency owner, or you want to become one, you have a B2B offer, you're focusing on other businesses. This is what we want to talk about. So, Primoz, the floor is yours. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> how his voice broke. Yeah. <laughs> We're horrible people. He's having a good time. He's smiling. I call you unprepared, exactly. Well, if I talked about Ferraris or pasta or watches or Italy, or Italy that would be or his Formula jam. Formula One. Formula One, that would be his jam. Portofino has the best pesto sauce in the whole Italy. Tell us something about Portofino te- pesto sauce. Tell us something. How, how um, does it taste? So, yeah, uh, Portofino is known, especially that area around that they make the best uh, pesto sauce. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. And, and, and uh, yeah, it's basically a pesto sauce made out of pesto, parmigiano, and butter. What is pesto, though? Uh, it's like a, I mean, I know pesto sauce is made out of pesto. I get that, but it's a type of a vegetable, right? I, do, <laughs> I, do, I don't think so. I don't think pesto is a vegetable. <laughs> no, I think pesto is like just the, the end yeah. yeah. No, I pesto mean, is like pine nuts, basil, and oil. Exactly. Pesto yeah. is not a vegetable. <laughs> You're the worst fake Italian I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like the guy from Conan Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan Schlansky. Jordan Schlansky. I love that guy. Gotta... Do you know Jordan Schlansky pretty much? He's so no, you funny. love him. You love him. Oh, okay. So here, pesto or pesto alla genovese is a sauce originating blah, 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 blah. It consists of crushed garlic, European pine nuts, coarse salt, basil leaves, hard cheese such as parmigiano, reggiano, or pecorino sardo. It's not a vegetable. <laughs> the pesto plant. I was really good. I said pine nuts, oil, and, and basil. You know, the only reason why I know that is because I, I remember the, 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 the TV ad with Stefanie. What's the, ten, the German tennis player? Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf. I remember watching that ad. What ad? Well, it's, it's like a TV ad. Like, like For pesto? 20 years ago, yeah. Do you remember <laughs> Steffi Graf? Yeah, I know her, yeah. The, the tennis, yeah. you know? She had a blah, 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 pesto alla Genovese. Yeah, I'll type it in a good... Steffi Graf pesto <laughs> commercial. Let's see. It's there! I can see it! Holy cow! And in there, you see like a, how you see how they make a pesto. The wall of memory, man. Yeah, mate. From, Bar- from Barilla. Those were the times, man. Barilla is a sick company. I like Barilla, man. If I'm gonna eat stuff, I'm gonna eat Barilla they're stuff. Making, they're making so much money. 
Yeah? yeah How do you know? They're, they're like, it's like, if, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I don't have Wi-Fi right now, but I've, I've heard that this is like a family company since, since like years and years and years oh, and, sick. and decades and decades and decades and they're privately owned and uh, making tons of money, but I'm not 100% sure. Anyways, let's get to the topic. <laughs> We're only talking for over three minutes. Uh, yeah. Here's, here's the first thing that I would say. If you want to do a B2B offer, don't focus on big companies. We get this a lot of times that people are like, yeah, I want to focus on big companies, large corporations. It's really bad actually if you target these corporations in the beginning, especially because it's really hard to get any decision maker on the phone. Even if you find the CEO of so-and-so and whatnot on LinkedIn, it's really hard to get a decision maker on the phone. If you do cold calling, it's really hard to get a decision maker because you usually have some sort of gatekeeper. There are workarounds if you target smaller companies, of course. But here's the thing. Here's the big important negative point when it comes to selling to big corporations, the sales cycle is way too long. The sales cycle is super long. If you focus, for example, on small companies, and by small, I mean zero to 20 employees, you can talk to the CEO directly. You know, we have, I don't know, 20, 25 full-time employees right now in our company. You can reach me fairly easily, you know, like fairly easy. Like you can literally DM me on, on Instagram and it will be me replying, right? But if you now focus on some corporation with like 200, 300 uh, people, and even if you do get whatever, the manager of, of XYZ, of Barilla. of Barilla, yeah, even if you get the sub manager, you know, the supervisor of the blah, 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 uh, 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 you know, sub area of a company, then you might sell that person. And they will really like you, but then they have to talk to the other manager, then they have to talk to the board and to the CEO and whatnot. And the sales cycles here from the first touch point to the close can literally be weeks. And you don't want to wait that long, you know? Whereas if you focus on smaller companies, you can get the decision maker on the phone, you can get them to the side right there and there, then and there, you can get the closing right then and there. Yeah, maybe you need to have a follow-up a couple days later or a week later or something like that, but ultimately, yeah. That's it, right? Uh, Nikita, what, what, what else? What else do you want to talk about here? Yeah, I mean, 100%. First of all, it makes it like way easier to go for smaller companies because you get to the decision makers right away. That's the one part. But of course, therefore, on the other side, um, you can reach them way easier. And of course, let's talk about like what methods you can reach them, right? Of course, uh, what's the best way to get actually in front of the decision maker? Uh, how you can obviously approach your offer right away, where you can find the decision makers. And of course, there are different ways to do that. There are also different ways we teach that. Of course, one way is the classical outreach, right? Either through cold DMs or through even cold calling, right? Um, that's something obviously what makes for B2B niches a lot of sense, either on LinkedIn, on Facebook, Facebook groups. Uh, we can, for a lot of businesses, you can just Google and you can just call them, right? That's uh, for sure something that always used to work very well and still works obviously very well as well. Yeah, exactly. On top of that, what I want to talk about is also, you have to be a little bit more aware of the type of people that you're going to get on the call. If you're in a B2C, you know, you're going to get all kinds of people. You get, you know, single moms, you're going to get some random nine to five person on the call. Uh, when you talk to a decision maker of a business, there is a lot more shopping around because you're unlikely to be the only person that could help them that they're talking to at that very moment. So they will probably have someone else in their pipeline as well. There will be usually often um, you'll have to provide numbers. You'll have to provide proof. You'll have to provide some sort of data that kind of shows them that what you're doing is indeed, you know, cash flow positive, brings them uh, back a, a higher return of investment. 
than without you. So you have to be aware of that when it comes to, you know, the sales process in and of itself. If you're completely new to that and you don't have any proof yet, well, I recommend you get test clients, right, and get better as it is. And that way you can kind of build a little bit of a portfolio of proof, right, of people that they can refer to, of uh, numbers that you provide. You can do that via test clients at first. And uh, yeah, other than that, a B2B, so that's kind of one extreme that we say, okay, you need to provide a little bit more proof, a little bit more numbers, a little bit more on the logical side. That's one extreme. And then the other extreme, and then people can go too boring and they're just, here's some numbers and there's no emotions in there because sales is also an emotional process, even in the B2B sphere. So on the other extreme, there's people who just go hype, 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 push, push, push. But then the person never has a logical understanding of, of you know, the higher return of investment that you bring. So you have to find a balance in here. You still have to understand you're sitting across, you know, either on Zoom or Skype or in real person, in person, you're sitting across a real person, all right? You're sitting across someone who does have emotions, even though business is a lot about, you know, the numbers and the, and the sales uh, numbers and the data and so on and so forth. So you have to find a balance between emotions at the same time also the numbers. I'm pretty sure Nikita, you can, you have some more to talk about that as well. Yeah, for sure. It's about... 100% find the right balance, of course, that you have like on an emotional level that the person obviously can relate to that, you know, that they can see you as like as somebody can bring you forward. But on the other side, of course, the numbers need to fit, need to fit very well as well. And if they don't, then of course, yeah, you need to obviously sell yourself and you sell your company, your service. And of course, you also need to sell them that they see how they can get the results through working with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, you need to show it on an emotional level and on a technical and numbers level as well. Exactly. And on top of that, when it comes to, to the marketing aspect, what I'd definitely also emphasize is more important than in the B2C market is the imagery, the imagery on your social media profiles, be it LinkedIn or even Facebook or Instagram, and also the imagery on your website, because that is something that a lot of people will look at. If you're now, let's say, for example, a language coach or a fitness coach, and you don't have super professional pictures, it's okay. It can almost work in your favor that people say, oh, you know, this is not some crazy marketer that's trying to sell me. This is just a normal person who's trying to help me. But in the B2B sphere, people will look a lot at that. How official do you look like? Do you already have a team, for example? Do you have an office? Now, if you're in the beginning stages, you don't have a team yet, you don't have an office yet, at the very least, you need to have very, very professional pictures. And this is actually something that Primoz is extremely good at, right? Primoz, the gentleman that we've talked to earlier about, Barilla. Uh, you know, he's our audio and visuals e expert here. He does all my visuals. If you go to my Instagram, go to my website, 99% of that is shot and edited from him or his team, right? And also, um, yeah, anything on my Instagram is on that. What he also does is he teaches that to our clients, predominantly our B2B clients. Um, where he basically says, okay, here, here, this is what you need to look for. This is what the lighting needs to look for. This is what you need to be dressed at and so on and so forth. And that is extremely important because if a company invests their money into you as an expert, right, be it a service provider or a consultant or a coach, they will want to see, okay, this person is professional. This person is not working from his underwear, from his mom's basement. And even if you do, all right, my business started in just Airbnbs around the world. Um, you know, my business was mo predominantly me sitting there without a shirt because most of the time I didn't have an air condition. You know, this might be how you work, <laughs> right? Don't recommend that, but this might be how you work. But at the very least, to the outside world, you need to look the part. Get a goddamn polo shirt. Get a dress shirt. Invest 
a couple hundred bucks in the photographer in the photo shoot with two, three, four, five different outfits. Literally. I mean, I'm giving you the, I'm, I'm dropping some real good tips here. Go to the lobby of a hotel if you don't have an office yet. If you cannot, let's say you don't want to invest a lot of money now into like booking an office or something like that for photoshoot. Go into the lobby of a hotel. Look the part. Anything that looks business, that looks professional, get that into the background. Bring your laptop. Take some very professional pictures. And that will already help you a lot with your presentation when you're then reaching out to other businesses for your B2B services. And I think, yeah, we've talked a lot about, about, about a lot of good points here, focusing on small businesses, uh, small companies, zero to 20 employees. Uh, you've talked a lot about the outreach way that works very well. Uh, remember that you have to show a little bit more numbers, proof, but at the same time, don't forget that you're talking to a human being. So you have to find a balance with that. And obviously the imagery it's very, very important. Did I forget anything, anything important? No, again, maybe for the outreach, we can have another episode about that actually as well. Mm, right? Love so it. So to kind of teach you or like different methods, because obviously what I just talked about uh, like earlier was just like the service level, right? Just you know, uh, doesn't obviously tell you much. Just cold calling or cold outreach is there's not that much behind that. Yeah. Of course, maybe we should have an, and shoot another episode about exactly like that. that as well. I like that. I'm down 100%. We'll write it down so we don't forget. Good. Yeah, other than that, hey, give this uh, podcast a five-star rating if you haven't done so yet. We will barely ever ask about that because most of the time we forget it. If you haven't <laughs> done so yet, give us a five-star rating. And most importantly, if you want us to help you market your B2B offer, we have so many clients making 10, 20, 30, 40K a month with B2B before we've even scaled them. If you know we're near there and you want to know how to get there, head over to maxtorno.com forward slash call. Book your free consultation call on there. You'll be jumping straight on a call with one of my experts. We'll be evaluating where you are right now, where you want to be going. And we will be sharing with you only real implementable steps, right? No fluff, no generalized BS advice, only implementable steps. MaxTorno.com forward slash call. Book your call there now and talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You like what you've heard today? Then remember, only listening to a podcast does absolutely nothing unless you implement these learnings. Do you want to know if you're a good fit to be working together with Max and his team? Then go to maxtorno.com slash call and apply for a free consultation call. On this 30-minute free consultation, you will be told what exact steps you need to take in order to either start your own online business or scale your existing online business. You will be talking directly to an expert, and together with them, you will be learning how you should position yourself, what prices you should ideally charge, and how you can reach your target audience in the most effective and scalable way. Please remember one important thing. Your online business is not just going to scale itself. You need a mentor who has been there and done it already. A mentor who has helped hundreds of people all around the world not only get to their first six figures, but also scale to consistent seven figures a year. You want to know if you're a good fit for this? Then secure your free consultation call now under maxtorno.com slash call.